Love and Lust, Episode 4, Getting Handsy, was written by Liz Urkel and voiced by Marie Babic, Duchess, Ian McGowan, Ian Tucker, and Liz Urkel. The main theme was composed and sang by Farty Marty, and additional music was provided by Ian McGowan. Love and Lust is brought to you by Calamity Cast, online at calamitycast.com, produced by Daniel Williams and Liz Urkel, and co-created by Duchess, Stephanie Cazales, and Liz Urkel. Jack, who exactly is John? Maggie gripped the phone to her face as her mind was whirling a million miles per second, waiting for Jack to explain who this John is and why his parents had to watch over him. Did Jack have a kid? How old is this kid? If his name is John, does that make him a junior? Who is the kid's mom? And is she still in the picture? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, just the cutest, sweetest pup in the world. Mags, you there? Your dog? Oh my god, your dog. Okay, cool. You named your dog after yourself? I didn't take you for being so egotistical. But my name isn't John. We've gone over this. Every conversation. He's actually named after- Aw, come on, you know you named him after you as a punny, (laughs) haha, for the John-Jack name thing. I will never understand why Jack comes from the name John. But honestly, I like that name better than John anyway. Then why in high heaven do you call me John? High heaven? John, you're lucky you have such a damn good body with the random words that come out of your mouth. And besides, I call you John because I can. But- And because you're adorable when you get all riled up. Ugh, fine. You win for now. Oh shit, Max, I gotta run. As much as I would rather sext and chat with you, I have patience to care for here. Yeah, and I have to talk with my boss. She was trying to tell me something important before, but all I could think about were your rock hard abs and everything I want to do with them. Egad, woman. I was trying to get my business to calm down before going back out into the hospital. There's no hiding excitement in these pants. Oh yeah? Tell me more, big boy. Maggie! I'm joking. Well, sort of. But really, I gotta go. Text me when you get off. Work. (laughs) And, uh, wear those pants for me sometime, okay? (laughs) Goodbye, Maggie. Bye! Maggie wasn't sure how she made it through the rest of the day functioning. Her mind kept wandering back to that beautifully tan, rock-hard set of abs with that defined V area and a golden brown happy trail that led to what Maggie could only imagine was an equally impressive... She found herself constantly tempted to look at that photo again, but didn't want to risk that not-safe-for-work stuff around her co-workers. Her body was practically buzzing with lust the rest of the day, and she knew she needed to get home soon. Don't pop a boner, Jack. Don't do it. Not while changing this bedpan. That's just wrong. Think of something sad. Think of your dog running away. But don't worry, he comes back soon. Her boobs look so good! No, think of something else. Um, pizza! And... Jesus Christ, her hands in those underwear. Carbs, bad fat, donuts, too many calories to properly burn off. Whew, head boy. Oh, fuck. Maggie wasn't certain, but it was very possible she broke several traffic laws on her rush home. But she had something very important that needed her immediate attention. Damn, Max, where's the fire? In my lady bits. No, wait, that didn't come out quite right. Everything is healthy down there. I just... Ugh. What in God's name has got you all hot and bothered like this? Uh, this? Holy fuck. Is that? Yup. And he sent that to you today at work? Yup. Damn, Jackie boy. I didn't think he had it in him. And wow. Can you forward me that pic? 
I need some new solo time material. No, you can't have this. Plus, I wouldn't be able to ever get off to this pig again if I knew you did too. <laughs> what do you mean, again? Don't judge me. I wouldn't have been able to think straight for the rest of the day if I had it. Oh my god, this is amazing. I haven't ever done that at work before. What? No effing way. I've done something that you haven't? We need to mark this down in the history books. Hardy fucking har. Uh, well, don't mind me. I have some important business to tend to. In my room. So, uh, later. Get it, girl. I'm headed to the studio to practice some new burlesque moves, so be as loud as you want. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Jack paced back and forth around his living room, staring at the phone in his hand. Just text her, man. Ask her out on a proper date. His stomach felt like a mix of too much cheat day food and getting the running shits. The feeling was entirely unpleasant, and he had no idea why he was suddenly so terrified to talk to the girl who made him come while at work. He should be past these sorts of insecurities. Jack stopped and looked at John Dog and sighed. I'm just a big old wimp, aren't I, boy? Yeah, that's what I thought. She already said yes to the date. Why am I freaking out so much? Ugh. Jack finally calmed the fuck down enough to start typing out a message to Maggie. Hey Mags, so I just wanted to finalize plans for our date. Funny that we met on failed dates, and now here we are planning our first date. So anyway, I'll pick you up at noon if that's okay, and I'll make us a picnic lunch. That was a tad wordy, wasn't it? Whatever, I'm endearing. That's what mom always says. I can't wait for our date. I'm glad our schedules are finally working. Picnic in February? Aren't we fancy. What should I wear? Jack stared at his phone dumbly. He knew nothing about women's clothing. It was winter time, but St. Louis weather was weird to say the least. The forecast said it would be a balmy 50 degrees, which to Jack was practically summer. Do you get cold easily? With the upcoming heat wave, I wanted to snag some outdoor time. Wear, uh, warm clothes? I'll bring an extra blanket for you just in case. Jack could only imagine Maggie doing her typical eye roll at him at that response. Suddenly the plan went from sounding romantic to sounding stupid. The longer he waited for her reply, the more worried he became. Warm? Like this? You caught me while I was busy enjoying the pic you sent me again. Jack's eyes went wide and he nearly dropped his phone as he stared at a barely clad Maggie. She was lounging in her bed with just her bra and bedsheet covering the important parts. Holy shiitake mushrooms. I... whoa, Mags, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Listeners, are you into alpha males, badass leading ladies, and happily ever afters? Then check out another great Calamity Cast podcast, Dick of the Week, where I chat with my other two co-hosts about everything we love and sometimes hate about both writing and reading romance novels. So grab a glass of wine, get comfortable, and let's get down and dirty about romance. Find it on CalamityCast.com or wherever you find your podcast. The two flirted via text the remainder of the week, sending the occasional naughty photo. By the time Saturday came around, Maggie was incredibly flustered and needed to see Jack in person. Evie, I'm not ready yet. Can you grab the door? You got it, toots. Well, hey there, Jackie boy. Come on in. Mags is finishing getting ready. Thanks, Evie. Good to see you again. It's been a while. Yeah, no joke. I was starting to wonder if you were ghosting my girl. Your schedule is ridiculous. Ugh. Tell me about it. I like being busy, but I'm finding out that doesn't work well when you want to actually see other humans. Seems to me like you've been finding plenty of time to work out, though. 
Damn, Jack. Who knew your body was so rockin'? Uh... Excuse me? Don't be shy. I saw that sexy ab selfie. She showed you that? Oh my god! We're besties, Jack. What'd you expect? We show each other everything. Everything? I can't ever come here again. Goodbye. I need to leave now. Calm down, J-Man. That's the only pic she's shown me. If you've sent others, that's just between the two of you. Thank you, Lord. You had me real worried there for a sec. If you want to even the playing field, I can send you some pics of- Evie, stop. Leave the poor guy alone. Yeah, yeah. You should bring him to one of my shows. Then he'd see the goods in person. It's better that way. Uh, That's a great idea. See if he can actually handle us. Do I get a say in this? Nope. nope. Well, okay then. Anyway, hey Maggie. Hi, John. Um, how are you? Oh my god, you've seen each other practically naked in photos. Stop being awkward. And on that note, let's get out of here. Jack led Maggie to his car, and they started on the short drive to Forest Park. So, this is sort of weird, right? Hmm? What do you mean? Like, we haven't spent time together since the first night we met. Sure, we text all the time, but being back side by side just feels odd. Not bad, just odd. I don't think so, but then again, I am probably always an awkward person, so this seems no different than normal for me. <laughs> oh, Jackie, you crack me up even without trying. But see, I know the key to loosening you up now. Oh yeah? What's that? Booze. Lots of it. Well, good thing I brought wine for our picnic then. What? Are you telling me that you're willing to spend your one drinking day a month on little old me? I think we both know that the once a month rule will probably be thrown out the window if I'm spending more time with you. Excuse you? Are you calling me a lush? What? No! That isn't what I meant at all. John, calm down. I'm fucking with you. Shit, Mags. I think I do need that wine. Oh, so you're saying I make you need to drink? No! Not falling for it! Ah, good boy. You're learning. Yeah, yeah. Well... Okay, I think the best place for us to park is near the art museum. We can have our picnic near Art Hill if you'd like. Or we can explore a bit first. Hmm, exploring with you sounds fun. And Maggie didn't mean the park, if you know what I mean. Oh, whoa. Did she go there? Jack wasn't sure what way he was supposed to take that statement. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So here we are, all parked. I'll grab the bag of stuff, and you can carry the blanket. And we can walk around for a bit first. Making me work for my lunch first, I see. No big. It will count for my exercise for the week. The week? I mean, we weren't going to walk that far. Oh yeah, I mean, usually my workouts consist of carrying all my groceries in one go from the car to my apartment. And like, sometimes using the stairs and not elevators. Walking laps around the office when I get super motivated. Ha! That's a funny one, Mags. Funny? No, I'm actually being serious. This hot bod doesn't take much work to keep up. But that's no work. I can show you some lifting moves if you'd like. Oh, sweetheart, that's cute. The only thing I lift are video game controllers, slices of pizza, and a good drink. Uh, I don't even think I can comprehend it. Whatever, you don't have to. I like how I look, which is damn hot if you ask me. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm so used to Mark. I forget not everyone lives in the gym like we do. No worries. Let's go this way. I like that area better. Behind the museum? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Jack glanced back at the fairly populated Art Hill area that overlooked the iconic lake and fountains in the park. He had thought that view would give a more romantic feel to their first date. He didn't think a space behind a building would have as great of a vibe, but who was he to say no to Maggie? Maggie was sick of walking already, but she knew the area she was leading him to was more secluded, and no one ever really went back there. It wasn't just the back of the building. It was an open, grassy space that butted up to a forested area. 
perfect for their picnic and for some much needed them time. Mags, I'm not gonna lie. It seems like you're leading me somewhere to kill me. I mean, I make no promises. I suppose if I'm gonna die, being killed by a beautiful woman isn't the worst way to go. Oh, gag. For that comment, I think I do have to kill you now. And, oh, I regret picking this spot. Who knew a blanket could feel so heavy? You realize I'm carrying all the actual stuff, right? You just have a blanket. Yes, but you're like Mr. Muscle Man. You like carrying heavy stuff. <laughs> That's true. I guess it's a good thing you have me around then. Yeah, I think I'll keep you. Um, for now. Maggie mentally smacked herself for being so sentimental on their first date. I think I'll keep you? She might as well have said, hey Jack, I love you. Hopefully the for now helped cover it up. For now? Jack glanced at her nervously and felt his stomach sink a little. Was this just a short-term fling for her? They hadn't actually discussed all of that yet, but he was hoping for more than just a for now. Oh, here we are. This is where I wanted us to go. Okay, I have to admit, this is pretty nice. I've never been in this part of the park. I knew you'd like it once you saw it. I'm going to put the blanket here. Perfect. I'll start setting up the food. Great, I'm starving. Jack sat down on the blanket and pulled out a few containers from the bag he'd carried. He set up the bowl of mixed fruit, a container of sliced veggies, a few types of cheeses, and some cut meat. He then pulled out a bottle of Cabernet and two plastic wine glasses. I'm surprised you eat cheese. I would have thought that was on the no-go list for you. Well, there's a time and a place for everything. I won't eat all that cheese, but I will have a little. I read those cheeses pair best with a Cabernet. Are you trying to impress me with your picnic packing skills? That depends. Is it working? Yeah, it really is. With that, Maggie leaned forward and snaked her arms around Jack's neck and pulled him towards her. Holy shit, she's coming in for a kiss. Play it cool. Maggie's heart pounded in her chest. Oh my god, she was doing this. After weeks of waiting for this to happen, she was going in for their first for real kiss. Her lips pressed against his, timidly at first, but then with a bit more gusto as his arms encircled her waist and pulled her towards him. I've wanted to kiss you since the night we met. Oh, wow. You kiss good. <laughs> Thanks. You're not too shabby yourself. Now, pour me a glass of wine, please. Yes, ma'am. Would you like some of that cheese also? Well, of course. And feed it to me. You are now my cabana boy. Also, I need to see how well they pair together after all. In reality, Maggie didn't want to eat food. She had a taste of Jack and was left wanting more. Here, open your mouth and try this aged Gouda. Oh, I do love a good Gouda. Jack leaned forward and held out the piece of cheese to Maggie's lips. She accepted the small morsel without breaking eye contact and chewed slowly. Jack felt his pants tighten uncomfortably as Maggie let out a soft groan. Mm, that cheese is fantastic. Screw the cheese! Suddenly Jack practically lunged at her, covering her mouth with his. His fingers gripped the hair at the nape of her neck to angle her head better towards him. Maggie's stomach clenched with need as her hands started to wander down his muscular shoulders, down his back, before landing on his tight ass. Oh god, Jack. Mm. You said my real name. Jack nestled between Maggie's legs as her back hit the blanket. His lips continued to cover her in kisses. Softly, he nibbled on the exposed skin of her neck as his hand inched its way up her stomach, enjoying the warm feel of her flushed skin. Too many clothes. I need to see you. We're outside. I don't give a fuck right now. Oh, goodness. If Jack cursed, you knew he meant business. And Maggie wanted his business. Jack unzipped Maggie's jacket and shoved it aside. Under that, she had a V-neck tee that gave him easy access to her breasts. He pulled down the fabric of her shirt to expose a lacy gray bra and ample amounts of flesh. 
His mouth quickly found the skin, and his fingers moved the bra away, freeing her breast from the material. Holy shit, yes! Maggie tingled with pleasure as Jack's mouth worked her breasts. Her fingers found his soft hair and pulled. Suddenly, her right leg wrapped around Jack's and forced him closer to her. Her breathing grew more erratic when he pressed against where she wanted him. She couldn't help but move against him to increase the pressure. You're gonna be the death of me. Shit. Jack shifted his weight so he could reach down to the button of Maggie's jeans. His fingers lingered there for a moment as he looked at her, questioning. She smiled softly and nodded her head. With that, Jack quickly undid the button and pulled the zipper down. He let out a mixture of a groan and a laugh and looked up at her. You went commando? You never know when being pantyless will come in handy. You like? I like. A lot. Maggie lifted her hips so Jack had a better access to pulling her jeans to mid-thigh. Suddenly, Jack shifted away from her, and Maggie couldn't help but whimper at the loss of contact. What the hell are you doing? Get back here, you tease! <laughs> Someone's impatient. I'm grabbing the extra blanket so we can at least pretend to have privacy. I don't care if God, Jesus, and all the rest of their posse sees me right now. I need you. Yeah, well, you might care a bit if we're actually caught. Here, now we can take your pants all the way off. Pants are the worst. Who needs them? Take them off! Yes, ma'am. Jack draped the blanket over Maggie's lap and then reached under to grab the waist of her jeans. She moved her hips as he tugged the jeans lower until finally she could pull her feet out. His hands grazed up her legs, leaving goosebumps in their wake. His eyes never left her face as his fingers found her center. You have no idea how many times I've gotten hard just thinking of doing this to you. I... Oh, God. Yes. Right there. Tell me what you want, Maggie. I want... Oh, Jack, I... Maggie wanted him to fucking just fuck her already. But she was currently not in the right mind space to tell him that. All she could do was bask in the growing sensation between her legs, the familiar tingle of pleasure getting ready to burst. He pressed a second finger inside her as his thumb moved over her clit. She couldn't believe the noises he was making her produce by just using his magical hands. Oh, fuck. Jack, don't stop. I'm so close. Stop? Jack wouldn't be able to stop even if he wanted to. Maggie's eyes were squeezed closed as she gave into the frenzy of feelings her body felt. His goods were borderline painful from being so aroused. Touch me, Maggie. I, I don't know if I can right now. Do it. Through the haze of desire washing over her, Maggie reached over to Jack and unzipped his pants. As she tugged his navy boxer briefs down, his hard erection sprang free, and she couldn't help but wrap her hands around it. He felt so good. It almost tipped her over the edge to her own release. Holy crap, those pictures didn't do you justice. <laughs> Thanks? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Thanks. Jack continued with his fingers going in and out of Maggie, her body gripping him. She only seemed to become more aroused as her hand explored him. He quickened his pace, knowing that he wouldn't be able to focus on her much longer with the way she was touching him. Yes! Yes! Oh, Jack! Oh, God! Maggie's free hand flew to her mouth as her orgasm hit. She tried to muffle the moans as her body convulsed in satisfaction. No, I want to hear you come. Oh my god, Jack. That was fucking fantastic. Maggie rolled her body to face Jack better and shifted the blanket so it covered him from view. She pulled his pants and boxers down a bit more to have better access to him. Her fingers gently moved from the head of his erection down to his base, teasing him with these soft movements. You're gonna kill me that way, Mags. It took every ounce of restraint for Jack to not cover her hand in his and take control. He knew she was just playing with him, but right now he needed more than that. He needed her to grip him and work him hard. Maggie was thrilled by this power she held over the normally well-controlled Jack. His breathing became ragged as her grip tightened as she stroked him 
beat faster. She leaned over and nibbled on his ear before making her way to his mouth. Her tongue pushed inside and met his with vigor. You drive me insane, Jack. I can't keep my hands off you. Oh, God. Maggie, so close. Look at me. Jack grabbed the back of Maggie's head and angled her towards him so she could look him in the eyes as her hand worked him. She could tell he was close, so she pushed his shirt up just in case. She figured he was normally a neat freak. After a few more movements, a deep groan came from his chest with a quick pant of breath. Oh, oh, sweet fucking hell. Jack, you're being such a potty mouth. You bring it out in me. Shit. Oh my god. After a few moments of trying to catch his breath, Jack leaned over to give Maggie a soft, lingering kiss. He plopped his head back down for a moment before sitting up and looking for a napkin to clean himself up. I can't exactly say I expected this to be how our picnic would end up. Oh, this is totally what I was hoping for. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining at all. Me neither. The two of them smiled at each other for a few moments until Maggie suddenly felt her cheeks heating red. She grabbed her glass of wine and downed it. Holy fuck. We just did that out in the open, in the most popular park in town. Mark will never believe that this happened. You're going to tell your gym buddy about this? Uh, no? Is that the right answer? As if you're not going to tell Evie every single thing as soon as you get home and I'm out of the door. <laughs> okay, you're right. Fair's fair, I guess. Nah, I won't tell him. Like I said, he wouldn't believe me anyway. We'll just have to prove him wrong some more, I guess. I like the sound of that. Jack and Maggie finished eating food and sipping on their wine while laying next to each other on the blanket. It wasn't until the sun started to dip lower and Maggie began to shiver that the two of them realized it was time to pack up and head home. This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs>